0: welcome everybody it is stand-up studios blow your load episode three andy and i are back baby back how are you doing andy
1: yeah i'm not too bad it's a bit weird being in the uh, producer's seat but old camelam uh, can not make it today so no i'm gonna do a terrible job and, and prove that he's actually you know worth it
0: he is worth it he's under the thumb so he can't be here Um, but as always, we are back at Brewdog Waterloo. Very, very grateful to be back here. Uh, and yeah, as always, Andy, what is your drinking, please?
1: So I am drinking the Elvis juice. Um, shout out to my mate, Danny Buckle, who has been pushing me to have a drink of this for the podcast for the past two episodes. So I've got to say it's bloody lovely, but it's dangerously alcoholic. It's one of those like high percentage beers. It's like six and a half, I think. Ooh. Yeah, it's got a kick to it, but it's fruity as well, so it goes down easy. Yeah,
0: not for me. As I said earlier, I did try it earlier, and I thought it was like a incredibly gassy Pims. So, and I am drinking the Black Heart uh, Brew Dogs Stout, I guess, uh, which is uh, a personal favorite of mine. I had this last
1: time, I think. I think you did, yeah. yeah very good, very good. You mentioned the forbidden word. No, I didn't. When you were describing the taste of it. What was the forbidden forbidden word? Did it taste like a certain other stout? No, it didn't. It's very, very unique. (laughs) (laughs) Good answer. That's exactly
0: why I said stout. (laughs) I don't think I've ever used that word ever in my life. (laughs) So, Andy, um, we're back. It's it's been a good month I think maybe yeah about a month maybe since we did our last episode um, uh, yeah I mean we, we didn't plan to have this time off but here we are um, I broke my shoulder and uh, my liver
1: decided to play some games yeah do you want to uh, tell us the full story about what you've been through since well it wasn't even since Vegas it was in Vegas that we started this little journey isn't it <laughs> we um <laughs> I'm there with you, man. You're the I'm there with you, brother. Spirit. <laughs> uh,
0: when I was out in Vegas, when we we was out in Vegas, sorry. Um, yeah, I had kidney stones, and uh, when I had the scans done, they also found a tumor um, on my liver, which was, of course, very scary. They told me to just, you know, go home, get it all checked out, and um, I spent the last six weeks having a multiple scans ranging from. CT scans, MRIs, ultrasounds. And I found out last week, fortunately, I do not have cancer. What I have is a benign, uh, non-cancerous mass,
1: I guess. And uh, there's no immediate worry. So, I mean, that's pretty scary, right? Right. Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, I mean, like, this is, and I was thinking about this recently, Like, you know, we spent so much of our lives going to hospitals with broken bones and legs. This, that, the other. You've had two spinal surgeries. I've not even had that. I don't think I ever want to you know, need, want to have that ever. And we go through so much. But after a while, when you're a kid and you go through all this pain, all these broken bones, it doesn't become scary. It's just annoying, right? And it's painful, right? But you go to hospital one time for something new, and it's like, and, and it ends up being something potentially as big as that. Christ, it changes you.
1: It's horrifying. I mean, yeah, a few years ago when I had my stomach thing and I almost died, the thing that freaked me out was it's not a broken bone. What the fuck do I do? Sorry. Like,
0: what stomach thing when you nearly died? What was it?
1: Oh man, I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh yeah. So um, just before pandemic, it was um, I had what I now think was probably an early case of COVID. I thought it was flu, and I was popping ibuprofen like no tomorrow just to stop it. Not eating with it. Um, woke up early one morning to go for a poo, and bled everywhere. It was like a murder scene. Oh my! God. Passed out on the toilet because I lost so much blood. But woke up and didn't remember it. And then it happened again. You didn't remember it? No, I was freaking out why there was so much blood in the toilet. Naturally. Yeah. I woke up, like, later on in the day, the same thing happened again. So I called, was it 111, the non-emergency number? Yeah. And the person on the other line was like, do you have someone to take you to hospital or do I need to call you an ambulance? I was like, I'll drive. She's like, no, you can't drive. You need to go to, like, A&E right now. You need somebody to take you or I'll call you an ambulance. Um, I went there, I... Did you what? drive? <laughs> no, no, no. I got my mum to come <laughs> pick me up. <laughs> do no um yeah no i went there i uh, they put me in intensive care for the first day i literally threw up like pure red blood um i had two endoscopies which is where they put the camera down your, your throat um and basically i just had a shitload of stomach ulcers um but i lost so much blood i had three transfusions in two weeks
0: is that because of the the pill taken
1: yeah because right. i wasn't take so if you take ibuprofen take it with food Seriously, right. I cannot recommend that enough because eventually it will screw you over. Um, and obviously, I've been taking painkillers for years anyway, and I just got a little bit lax with it. And I, was ta- I wasn't, you know, overdosing or anything like that. I just wasn't taking them with food because I wasn't hungry because I was ill. And it, it just pushed me over the edge.
0: Wow, I wonder how many people don't know that. Like they, they, if you're listening to this podcast, yeah. you're taking
1: ibuprofen, have food. Yeah, and it's, it, I literally got told, you only need like a digestive biscuit. That's enough to lighten your stomach. Boring. Well, yeah, obviously I'm gonna go for a full pizza if I can.
0: <laughs> Why is this my fourth kebab of the day? <laughs> Love that. Well, I'm, you know, that's 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 insane. That is go. Fortunately, whatever I had had nothing to do with bleeding out of my anus. So I think you,
1: you're just some, bleeding out your dick.
0: <laughs> suffer, yeah. But somehow you still managed to take the win on this one. <laughs> oh wow, what a. Fucking heap of mess we are. Yeah. So Andy, talk to me. This episode.
1: What are we going to be detailing about our lives? Uh so I thought we'd go into a little bit of dating. Mm. We've both been around the block a few times. Once or twice. But <laughs> a, <laughs> a week. Got a, got, a f- got, got a free bus pass. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right. Yeah, you've been around the block a bit. you I mean, you do have nine years of me though.
1: Yeah, but I feel like you've got quite a bit of history as well. I mean, you've always got a new woman when I talk to you. I'll have to cut that bit out.
0: <laughs> no, no, you not know, keep that in. Because you know what? It shows growth. Because that's not the case anymore. In your crotch. In my crotch. <laughs> in my bowels. Um yeah, no, I guess we we do. Yeah, I I've I don't I think I'm very surprised you know i've heard stories about your past and uh there's there's always a story about a woman you know preferably an irish nurse i love the we both love the irish nurses oh it's nothing you know i don't think there's anything about them being irish that aids them in a in a sort of you know life or death scenario but in a bar you're sexier if you're a nurse and you're irish it's the accent man yeah tits for me anyway (laughs) not that there's a correlation but
1: Uh, yeah sorry is there like something specific about Irish tits
0: no I've just never had a boner to an accent really yeah I don't think I've I've heard an accent and I've gone I could listen to that I could listen to that voice for sure but I've not gone I like it so much or I stick my dick down your throat and you can't talk anymore it almost seems like the opposite of what you want to do. You want to keep it talking. That first
1: bit was a little bit rapey. I mean, should we start again? <laughs> Be fair, you did what you Used to work for the police, so. Uh, wow, this company's just started and it's just finished.
0: Cancelled. <laughs> Cancelled. <laughs> Episode three. Wow, we did it. That's a record. Dating, yes. So, Andy, I have a question for you. Go for it. How old were you when you had your first girlfriend?
1: Like, proper girlfriend? Because you don't count, you know, when you're,
0: like... No, no, I I mean, you know, making daisy chains in the playground. You actually? Yeah, I want to know the answer to that. Oh, man. Um... What was her name? His name.
1: (laughs) Primary school would have been Kimberly Southernwood. Yeah, yeah. I'm amazed I remember that name.
0: <laughs> yeah, I said to you, say her name like I remember the name of mine. <laughs> I don't, I don't think I know that.
1: Yeah, come on, you, you got to answer that now. Uh no.
0: Nah. I was in primary school, but I don't think I remember her name. She's crying right now. Somewhere she's in tears. <sighs> yeah, man. I don't. I don't remember. I fancied this girl when I was in primary school. We was in that like, I think she joined late, you know. I mean, we were like year five, year six already. And I fancied her. And now she's a man. Sorry, what? Yeah. She's she's she she dropped off the radar many, many years ago, and then she re-emerged with a better beard than me. And I was that really killed the boner. I mean, respect for having a better beard than you. It's a pretty impressive beard yeah, I've that. got, so I mean She must have paid full whack for that. Yeah,
1: that's a full (laughs) transplant job, that is.
0: Yeah. Five Armenian men died in the process. (laughs) Five Armenian men got scalped.
1: I don't know how you can recover from that one.
0: (laughs) Well... Um, okay, what about losing your uh, your virginity? I'm not going to discuss that Come on, on don't be so boring. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me, I want to know.
1: Um, I mean, it was first time, so it was fucking awkward. That's a weird age. How old were you, dude? Oh, right, sorry, I, I missed the question there. I'm so embarrassed by talking about this. Um, what did you think I said? I, uh, I think I blacked out, to be
0: honest. Oh, well. Okay, take a moment. Do you want some
1: cold water? You good? Do you want a wet flannel? I think I want, I think I want a sip of beer. <laughs> we are in a bar. Can
0: we have 19 Jager bombs, please, just to get through <laughs> this next 15 minutes?
1: Fuck <laughs> me. <laughs> Don't say that when I'm drinking. <laughs> Jesus. Oh. Right, repeat the question. What are we talking about?
0: How old were you when you lost your virginity? I would have been 17. That's <laughs> I I think you know how. Well, that was that was nineteen sixty four. So I wasn't gonna say it's pretty respectable, but I was fifteen, and I feel like that's the average.
1: Yeah. 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 that am be fair play. Um
0: I regret it because you know her at all. Oh wait, what? You you know the you know the girl that I lost my virginity to.
1: Wait. Mhm. Conference.
0: Yes. Conference. Oh my god. Oh yeah. my god. <laughs> Did you not know I lost my virginity to her? No, that's a revelation. You just thought it happened. I. Hey. Were you 15 then? I was 15, yeah.
1: Where were we, Redden? Oh, shit. (coughs) This is the best (laughs) news I've heard all day. Okay, all right, yeah.
0: I'm pretty sure we was at the Redden Hilton Hotel.
1: So many things have happened at that Redden Hilton Hotel. Um,
0: Even when we're not physically there, we're still there.
1: Just shine a black light in one of the rooms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. room two eighteen.
0: Room two eighteen. Roomy bathroom.
1: It's quarantine now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> There's police tape around there. Yeah, I have nine kids in that hotel and live there. No. Yeah, that was yeah, that was my first time. It was atrocious.
1: I mean, I think it's atrocious for anybody, right? Losing your virginity is fucking awkward, and nobody knows what. The f- Unless you're like with somebody experienced.
0: You, you say that, right, but I have a friend, okay, and he told tell me this story on drunkenly on a night out, and it was the only thing I remembered from that night out because I also don't remember much, but apart from this, he was 16 when it was a virginity, and the girl he did it with also had no experience. She was 17, right? He just watched so much porn in the week leading up to him knowing this was going to happen so that he just knew what he was supposed to do, Right. And he absolutely took her through about 15 positions in about 45 seconds and then cummed on her face, right? And she would just started crying, like, is this how it's going to go every time in my life? <laughs> what the f- Yeah, he was like, oh, the only way to have sex is just to like,
1: Be like do utterly porn. filthy. Do porn. I mean, that's a bold move.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Like, you know, I don't think everybody is atrocious if you're that bold.
1: <laughs> I mean, it was for the girl, by the sounds of it. But
0: yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I really had no idea what I was doing. I knew what I was doing in the foreplay. I feel okay. like
1: yeah, you're a handsy
0: man. I'm I'm, I'm a hands-on man. Yeah, that's my go-to.
1: Like, I I would prefer that over sex. See, yeah, like, I feel the same, and I've spoken to a lot of disabled people about this, and they're the same, because let's face it, like... Whose hips are moving, baby, not yeah, mine. Yeah, especially with us, like, the actual sex bit is bloody hard work. Mm. So... Do you go on t- Do you go on top ever? Yes.
0: No, you're a better man than me. Yeah, but it's,
1: it's hard work. It's hard work. I, I, I'm, I, I'm, like, half as likely to fall asleep as I am to come. <laughs> you could fall asleep on your knees? Yeah, if I've been working at it, yeah. <laughs>
0: I'm in grave pain from the moment I get on my knees. I, I, I said this to, to numerous partners previously because it is definitely a need That's to. That's going to
1: be a bad dick sucking then, isn't it?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I said, right, if you want me to go on top, I'll give you a fantastic 15 seconds. Right? That doesn't mean that I've come, it means I need an ambulance. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Amazing.
0: You might as well go on top, baby. Listen.
1: <laughs> wow.
0: For the record, I also don't just lay there and, and do nothing like a dead fish. Oh, shit. No. No, like I said, I'm a hands-on guy. I'm exploring you like you are a lost
1: artifact. All right, Indiana Jones. Yes,
0: sir. <laughs> um, and my hands are all over the place. Listen, I'm like a blind man. I want to know what your, what your name is. I want to know what you look like.
1: Doing the YMCA there, would not you? <laughs>
0: I would do the YMCA, but my shoulder doesn't lift that high yet. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you know, like in movies, when like a blind person wants to know what someone looks like, so they just like start touching their cheeks and their... their.
1: Oh. I don't touch them, them cheeks, I touch the other cheeks, but... Uh, okay. Be a bad person if I told you I've occasionally worn sunglasses and used that as an excuse to, you know.
0: Right, stop it. Handsy. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, did you just admit to pretending to be a blind person on more than one occasion in your life in yes. order to touch up a female?
1: I've also gotten a lap dance for it. I don't know to be proud or disappointed. No, I'm proud, I'm joking. <laughs> I mean, mean, do you want the story? Yes, absolutely, twice. (laughs) So, well, I'll tell you one of the stories. So, uh, The worst one, please. Yeah, (laughs) so my mates came to visit me when I was at uni, like my lad mates from back home at school. And by the end of the night, there was two of us left in like the last bar open in town. It was called Apre. And for some reason, I was wearing sunglasses. I wasn't actually pretending to be blind, but my mate, Jimmy pushed me into the bar, pushed me to the corner of the bar so I was facing a wall and told everyone I was blind as well as disabled. (coughs) And there was this medical student out on a date with her boyfriend and she literally just pulled my wheelchair away and gave me a lap dance in front of her boyfriend. What? Yes. I swear down. Um, What did she consider to be, a case study? I don't know, maybe it was her dissertation or something, but... (laughs) I mean I wasn't complaining. The boyfriend was. I
0: I feel like I wouldn't be annoyed by my girlfriend or wife if she gave a blind man a lap dance, but he was truly blind. Like I wanna I wanna take your sunglasses off and see the old dude from Electra. Do you know what I mean? I wanna see
1: that that
0: <laughs> that blurry mass.
1: <laughs> Ask him to play piano. If he's as good as Ray Charles, then you know. Yeah, no. I feel like most blind people can play the piano. That's a thing. That's that's a sweeping generalisation. <laughs> no, I
0: see enough. I watch enough TikTok. Blind people can play the piano. I think mean, it's about like one of those things. When you lose your eyesight, your fingers start moving.
1: My well, mind certainly did. <laughs>
0: boyfriend's really pissed
1: (laughs) somewhere out there they're married with four kids and it's just gone wrong (laughs) he's never wished for someone
0: to be an amputee more (laughs) why blind why does he
1: not lose his arms i'm not too bad with like one of my feet (laughs) oh that hurt (laughs) yeah towed at home We really need Cameron to moderate this shit, don't we?
0: <laughs> I, no, I, do you know what? I, I I miss Cameron, and Cameron does need to be here. But I am liking this over the table discussion because I feel like it's it, it's just gone wild. <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: gone it's just supposed to be dating, and we've just gone straight into the dark shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: We said we for this episode we said oh let's let's do it about sex, and then I said to Andy two days ago I said what's it going to be? Is we, are we doing sex? He was like mm, let's do dating, and maybe we'll touch on sex. And it has been twenty minutes of sex.
1: Yeah, let's get back to the dating for a bit okay? before we get cancelled. What do you want to know about my dating life? I'm an open book. All right, how old were you when you went on your first proper date?
0: Uh, Well, my first proper relationship, I was 16. And I, so I I actually liked the sister. And I met the sister. Met the sister, right? And um, we went on a little date, right? And then she took me back to her house and I met her.
1: Middle-aged sister. Sorry, middle-aged.
0: No, no, no. There was three sisters. There was the older one, the middle one, and then
1: I right, met. not like a thirty-five-year-old right? <laughs> one.
0: Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, this thirty-eight-year-old lawyer with four kids. No, she was my age. Um, the girl that I liked was like two years younger than me, or like a year younger than me. And uh, yeah, met met her sister, and then just sort of went from there. And I ended up I was in a relationship with her for about eight months. Um, then but go. actual like proper date A date then I, I definitely did go on a date with her We just sort of said what a relationship And that's how it was um, I was probably 18 I was 18 I was in Cornwall And I knew that this girl Had a boyfriend And I was living in Cornwall for four months And I took her on a date for pizza And uh, yeah Left the boyfriend Became the boyfriend. Got engaged. And then yeah.
1: Fucked me right off, didn't you? Fair enough. Mm. You're not gonna believe how old I was when I went on my first actual date. Bear in mind I've been in relationships obviously before that. So you, oh, wait, so you
0: had relationships before your first date?
1: Yeah, because I never actually just like took a girl like took a girl out on a date and like dinner and all that.
0: Stuff. Right. Yeah. It just sort of evolved into something and then it was just it is what it is. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Prior to the dates. Yeah. Um, can I guess an age? Go for it. 23.
1: You're not far off. Really? Yeah. <laughs> 25.
0: Okay. What what made you want to go, you know, I should do it this way?
1: Um, She told me she appreciated old school romance.
0: You know, I consider you to be a very old school guy in general. Like old school music, you're a jazz man. Old school drink, you'll have a whiskey, right? So, like, I did that
1: change you in that moment it was a lovely date uh, shame about the person I was on it with but you know <laughs> oh really yeah
0: what did something happen on the date mm? did something happen on the date
1: no 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 just a just, uh, similar story to yours you know got engaged and uh, didn't work out <laughs> oh her <laughs> yeah <laughs> the one the one I know yeah yeah no way that yeah. was the first
0: date shit yeah, yeah. Yeah, see, look, even even then you take the fucking biscuit for the worst relationship. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you see, we're 2-0 down here. I got engaged and dumped and nearly had cancer. Right? You had stomach ulcers and, <laughs> and dated at 25 for the first time and you've won twice.
1: <laughs> to be fair, I still think the cancer scare beats the stomach ulcers. No, 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 no. That's you just sh- a lifetime of bad kebabs and... Pill puppet. No, like. hey,
0: you shut out three litres of blood and didn't remember it. I think you win. <laughs> <laughs> Drugs are bad, kids. Have biscuits with them. No, not all of them, just ibuprofen, <laughs> let's be clear, right? <laughs> was just I- a line of cocaine <laughs> and a bourbon. Go and look after your health, mate. <laughs> what did you do on Sunday? Wagon wheels and heroin. <laughs> <laughs> Next Wednesday, it's ketamine and penguin bars.
1: <laughs> I think we just got our episode title right there. Oh
0: my god, it's heroin and wagon wheels. That's what it is. <laughs> god, our, our friends and family see the title of that; they're going to definitely watch it. This is going to bring us some clickbait. This shit, this is. Just to be clear, I've never done heroin. Neither
1: have I. I did a packing wheel this morning. I'm not even kidding.
0: <laughs> I'm not even kidding.
1: Wait, was it a jammy one? Yeah, like was. A, a Good man, good man. Yeah, yeah, it was jammy.
0: Yeah, took it to work with me, like a kid in my, in my lunchbox. <laughs> Incredible. Okay, so you was 25 first date. Yeah. Yeah, I was probably 18. Definitely 18. What's the worst like dating experience you've
1: had? Oh, you took the uh, the question right out of my mouth. You were talking about worst date.
0: Yeah, I mean, like, you went on this date, and then, like, it did not go well. You didn't even make a relationship. Like, <laughs> yeah, there wasn't a yeah. second date.
1: Yeah, there was one. I literally spent, like, a whole weekend with this girl. Thought she was into me. We'd been hanging out loads. We'd actually almost slept together about a month before. Okay. And then uh, <laughs> she told me she was a lesbian. We've well been there, bro. Well been Turns there. out I look an awful lot like her ex, and it was a rebound thing.
0: Was the ex a girl? Yeah. <gasps> no. Oh, you, but we have always said that you do resemble a little bit of a lesbian.
1: I, yeah, I definitely have a lesbian vibe about me. Mm-hmm. So she
0: had a relationship with a woman. They broke up, and then she dated a dude who looked like her ex.
1: That is correct, sir.
0: Wow. I fear, actually, my story will actually beat you on this one. It might be 2-1 in a minute, but, you know, we'll let the viewers be the judge of this. Honestly,
1: you go for it. I can't wait.
0: This was my first date after separating from my daughter's mother, right? Probably about, maybe about a year after, right? Matches go on Tinder. Bear in mind, I was about, I want to say 24 maybe at the time. And uh, she was 29, I was like, you know what I mean? Like, that's she's a twenty-nine-year-old primary school teacher, dude. Twenty-nine-year-old like, <laughs> primary school teacher. I wasn't thinking dollar dollar. I was thinking sensible, right? right. She's uh, got pension. Yeah, dude. She's like nearly gone She's like looking at Saga magazines. You know what I'm saying? So we uh, we went on this date and uh, we went for like coffee, lunch, kept it chilled, right? It was a Wednesday. I thought it was weird she wasn't in school, and um.
1: You know, isolated that quote is going to be a bit weird.
0: <laughs> yeah, shit. I'm
1: not good at this. I'm not. I'm not good at that. That's a YouTube shot. That's.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to, have to keep putting disclaimers out there. <laughs> just signed <started> NDA <laughs> <laughs> for my own podcast. <laughs> anyway, uh you went on this date with this 29-year-old primary school teacher. Okay. And, uh, yeah, so went well, I thought, for, like, the first 20 minutes. That's all we got into it was 20 minutes, right? She goes, I'm going to be honest with you, it's not working out. That upfront. Dude, she lemon-lawed you. (laughs) Yeah, she she did, right? So upfront about it. I said, I was like, oh, okay, right, well, I don't know, I thought we were getting on. She was like, you're lovely. And she said, but I'll be very honest with you, you're not
1: disabled enough. Oh, this is so leading into a conversation we're about to have. <coughs> You're not disabled enough. <laughs> enough.
0: So here's me thinking, oh, I better go to the gym and lose a little bit of weight. She wants me to get it by a bus. <laughs> <laughs> right? How's that for self-esteem? Right? I'm not disabled enough. Right? She wanted, like, sat back, dribbling, chin on shoulder. Please wipe my ass I've shat. I did say, I did turn around to her towards the end and
1: say, you do know I'm an actor, baby. You want me to be that? I'm gonna be that. <laughs> gonna go full like Daniel Day Lewis, my <laughs> left foot, and <laughs> method acting.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. And uh, yeah, I just, it was weird. but I did look into her, right? And I had a, a friend, not like that. I tried my hardest, but I wasn't disabled enough. Um, I got a friend, it'd one on the girls, right? Turn into FBI agents if you really need them to, right? They We really looked into this girl's whole life. Right, we found out two years before at our day, her dad died, and he was heavily, heavily disabled, and she cared for him from the age of twelve. Right, and she must have been looking for like a fatherly figure replacement, which is weird
1: if your plan was to suck my cock. I mean, all the best girls got daddy issues, no, and guys. Just, sorry, uh, let's be gender neutral here. It is Pride Month. No,
0: I don't know. I'm straight it is. is is it pride it? month yeah yeah I think it's pride month yeah yeah girls, girls not that we wouldn't you know promote gays in our side I'll, I'll shut up um <laughs> we love gays where are you going with that no I, I, I just isolated pride month <laughs> as the only reason that we just said guy, girls and guys we're all up for gayness we are we're by for each other it's true
1: yeah, so I think that 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 might take the biscuit there, dude. I, th- I think that does. Um, so, I mean that that obviously leads on to the whole cripple fetish. Yeah,
0: it's it's a real thing. If you if you're thinking that we're talking about a myth here, yeah? it's not a myth. Very real. So,
1: for those who aren't familiar. The cripple fetish is exactly what it sounds. People have, like, a sexual fetish for disability. Mm-hmm. And it can be mild. They just are attracted to somebody in a wheelchair. Or it can be the kind of people that want to wash and bathe you and then watch you try and walk. <laughs> that, that last bit threw me off. I didn't expect
0: that to come out your mouth. That's a thing.
1: Uh, yeah, Gareth had an experience with that. Actually, me and Gareth um, both, go. both got hit on by the same guy with this fetish okay Gareth went for it I did not obviously
0: how far did Gareth go with it bear in mind he can't walk
1: I think that was the the line that he drew was when this guy started asking him to try and walk but I definitely know that he had a few shags with this guy beforehand did he like make him bathe or bathe him I think so yeah
0: did he get paid for it was it just like, you know, because there's no, I know for a fact Gareth, that is not wild enough for Gareth's liking. I mean,
1: I think it was lockdown and Gareth was bored. Okay. <laughs> I'm recently single.
0: <laughs> okay, all right, I understand it. I feel like from a cripple fetish point of view, though, you want to bathe me for your own sexual satisfaction, pay me, because I'm not getting any sexual satisfaction out of that. I'm just
1: getting a bath. Have you never had a bathtub hand job? Yeah. It's, it's pretty damn good.
0: Oh, oh, right. So it's not just I want to bathe you and I want you to lay the, like, veg.
1: No, I think there's a sexual element to it. I mean, I'm not talking from experience here. Yes, you are. But from what I've, I've heard. <laughs> from what I've read. <laughs> a friend.
0: <laughs> this lesbian I know, it's me.
1: <laughs> All right. Wow. Yes, I mean, that's definitely a a thing. Um, And it's worse for girls, obviously.
0: Yeah, I was going to say that. Do you reckon there's more guys with cripple fetishes than women have?
1: That I know of, but maybe it's that guys don't talk about it. I'm not sure. Um, But I I mean, pretty much every girl I know in our community has a story of at least one person that has that fetish. Do you know what?
0: I feel like I'm left out here. I've not encountered that. Right, he just and, told us he did. Well, no, but I mean, sh- I wasn't disabled enough, dude. Like, she she could have looked at me and gone, can you please act like my dad was? Can you please act that disabled for me? And I'd have gone, you're a bit fucking weird, bye, right? But she could have asked for that. Instead, it was like, naturally, you ain't disabled enough, so tell her.
1: you know? i attracted to her, were you? I mean, like... Do you want me to get the baseball bat out?
0: <laughs> no, I, no. I mean, nah, nah. I mean, good-looking girl, good-looking girl.
1: You know, obviously got a good job. Um, but no, I pass. All right. So, any other weird fetishes you've encountered? I, you, you know, when we go out drinking,
0: right? She sort of lead on a little bit from the cribble fetish thing. But you know, when we go out drinking, there's always like a, the odd woman or two. Who really likes dancing with us?
1: Every time, like they get a bit obsessive, right?
0: Without fail, there's there's always like one, maybe slightly younger, like mid like early to mid twenties, and there's always one who's like boys, you know. And then they're like, they just don't leave you alone. You know, is that it? Is that what the, is, that, is that the yeah, mild no, I, version of that?
1: I yeah, I don't know what it is, but yeah, like I I encountered that line is why I. St- stopped going out as much because it just got a little bit too fucking awkward and weird.
0: Do you reckon the, the woman in Vegas had that?
1: Your, uh, your, your
0: 60-year-old cleaner? Oh, LaPita. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, did Consuela have a cripple fetish?
1: Um, I don't know. She had some kind of fetish, man, because she was getting... I mean... Yeah,
0: she like, you know how people do air guitar and they're already weird enough, right? She did an air blow job on you in a bar over your jeans
1: and wiped her mouth afterwards.
0: Like that. I'm not yeah. even kidding you. I have video footage on my phone.
1: I had to block her number. No. What happened? She kept messaging a lot.
0: You didn't you didn't entertain? No. <laughs> oh. Okay. Yeah, she was, she was strange. But that, that must be, like, I reckon in my life that's the, the sort of more severe side of
1: cripple fetish that I've witnessed on you. Yeah, I mean, was it a cripple fetish or was it a nose fetish? Because she was kind of obsessed with the nose.
0: That was her opening line, wasn't it? It was, I really love your nose. By the way, you've never had that before. It's fucking atrocious,
1: right? <laughs> I've had it exactly twice, and the other person is my current girlfriend, so... <laughs>
0: The other person was a burn victim. Um, <laughs> not that his girlfriend's a burn victim, okay? Ten, you're lovely. Um, I love, I love digging holes this
1: episode. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm going to have to go into hiding now. <laughs> I'm pretty sure
0: that'd be difficult the size of your fucking nose, boy.
1: Disguise in a mountain range. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Got to go back to the shooting range in Vegas just so you know.
1: So... Yeah, no, no other weird... I mean, you, you touched on the, the Norwegian girl who had a bit of a kink.
0: Yeah, oh, the last episode. Yeah, yeah, she was... She was. I don't know if she was just into me, though, because, like, besides wheelchair, she thought I was attractive, and then there was the added bit of, oh, he's from London. And my... And, 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 and Bad Education was quite big in Norway at the time because it just landed on... By education or oh, right. uh, Netflix, sorry. Oh,
1: okay. So Wait, I no, think no.
0: as well, there was a lot of that attention that was coming through. So I don't know if she had a, a like a fetish for me or if she was just like, yeah, he's hot and I'm down and I'm young and he's here and it's like, whoa. I mean, take what you can get. Right.
1: Yeah, no, yeah, very good girl. Can't remember. Place on the scoreboard.
0: No, there's no scoreboard, Andy. <clears throat> I'm very respectful. Okay. I don't. I don't. I gave her a number and everything. Okay she was number I'm not going to say the number that's atrocious how Inge- many people objection with? here say yeah overruled can't stand in
1: court <laughs> <laughs> can't stand in general alright so weirdest fetish I've encountered mm-hmm. back when I was living in London I went on this like singles party night thought what the hell and get chatting to this lovely girl from Australia she's a nanny
0: like as in like, looks
1: after kids yeah. Okay. Yeah, not a grandmother.
0: <laughs> Got to
1: clarify it. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't Lapia's sister. Yeah. <laughs> Older sister. <laughs> anyway, we get chatting and we start talking about films and she was like, oh, I really like Tom Hanks. And I was like, yeah, me too. Like, And we're chatting about films and that. And then it turns out she really liked Tom Hanks. But I didn't really <laughs> cotton on to this, right? Right. So we exchange numbers we meet up a week later and we're like oh watch Iconic Bumpers like Castaway or something like that and I swear down she was getting aroused by watching Tom Hanks on the screen no yeah
0: she is absolutely gushing at the end of (laughs) Sully she's wetter than a damn plane that shit landed on the Hudson
1: (laughs) yeah I mean um, she was like so she was you know Relatively chilled when we started the night. And then, literally, after watching like one or two Tom Hanks films, she was in the mood. And I was just like, yeah. this is a bit weird. Like, is she going to start screaming, Wilson, if we have sex? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Please tell me, though, the second Tom Hanks film was uh, Run Forest Run, Forest Gump, because now you incorporate Tom Hanks with disability.
1: Oh shit, cripple fetish as well. Cripple yeah. fetish and Tom oh, Hanks fetish. I don't think it was, but that would have been perfect. O- you'd have octoplets by now. <laughs> <laughs> I've been living down under. <laughs> <laughs> You've parked inside
0: her. <laughs> He's in her as a garage. Wow, I can't believe you missed out on that. Yeah, it, yeah it, it was just a bit weird, like too weird. But. Mm. We have to keep this as a segment now running through. Uh, even if that the topic of the episode is not about sex, if we have a new fetish encounter, we have to talk about it on the podcast.
1: Oh, 100% on just any kind of weirdness. Like, and I'm open for weirdness as well. Like, right. Everyone's got a kink. Whether they admit it or not, everyone has got a kink. I'm going to be open to most things as long as you ain't going to like... Hurt the shit out of me. What's your pain fine. What's your kink? I ain't telling you that.
0: Come on. No. I will figure it out for myself, but, you know, just for the <coughs> sake
1: of the viewers. I'm not telling
0: you. What do you define as a kink, though? Um. It's a bit weird that you get something out of? Or what, what is?
1: Yeah, I guess something out of the norm. I don't really know what the definition of a kink is. What, like, what, what would you describe it as?
0: Uh... Like... I, I, yeah, I guess something out of the ordinary that personally gets you going. Yeah, wouldn't necessarily get the next person going. Gotcha. Like, if I was to, if I was to watch porn, I would uh, probably watch... I wouldn't watch porn without having sex because that doesn't work for me. Like, uh, that doesn't do anything for me because when I have sexual experiences, I'm more of a fan of foreplay and whatnot, right? I'm making that the main event. So, handjob porn and, you know, blowjobs, uh, that'll get me... So that's a kink, I think. That's like a porn kink.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I guess I guess that's it. So you're not interested in the actual final act anymore, yeah. Yeah. And, like, I think there's a lot to be said about just, like, basic erotica and, like, naked women and... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, sometimes the storylines and these motherfuckers are great. Like, I actually want to see what fix the sink. <laughs> I was <laughs> going to say... Uh, do you know what the sign of a good porn film is? Go on. You don't know the ending.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I, I'll be honest with you, very rarely see the ending. <laughs> <laughs> especially, especially if I'm
1: going for it. I'm not even sure if I see the middle. <laughs> he's got to the opening credits, and he's like, no, I'm done. <laughs> yeah. Time for a wagon wheel Sometime, and a Sometimes,
0: yeah, <laughs> wagon wheel from some heroin. Sometimes what I'll do is I'll start the video, and it might be like 12 minutes long, and I'll skip to nine minutes so I finish at the end.
1: <laughs> we've all done it we've all done it you've got to get your timing right
0: how many how many case studies have you got to do it just to actually finish as soon as it fades to
1: black <laughs> you've got your coach there with his stopwatch <laughs> if you're one of
0: those guys who could just go again right he just he's, he's clicking lap rather than reset he's <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh. Wow, we, we, yeah, we've really gone down. This is not how I expected this podcast to go. Get...
0: I knew this was the way it was going to go. I just knew it. We know someone, by the way, uh, mutually, um, who can do that, by the way, who can just go again and again and again and again.
1: Someone that we know mutually.
0: Yeah. Someone that we know who is the partner of someone we know can just go like
1: a partner a, of someone we know.
0: We know both of them. Okay. Right. But we know one of them closer than the other. They have a partner. And I'm going to keep it gender neutral because. Are they
1: in our that. community?
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 no. Oh. I wasn't sure what community you are know about that. But we've got a few. They're not in our disabled community. Are they in the armed forces? No. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you said I was like, no. Oh <laughs> yeah, Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Oh, yeah. fair play. Yeah. I okay. mean that's what you want in the military, right? Fast reload time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just un- unlimited bullets. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Putin.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I've I've heard some stories. We're not gonna say names, but they know who they are.
1: Yeah.
0: And we shout out a beautiful couple. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I couldn't do that. Shit. If I've come, don't touch me. Don't even look at me for half an hour. <laughs> half an hour? <laughs> yeah, dude, I need half an hour. I need a cigarette, I need half an hour, a wagon wheel. And, I, I, I'm, and then maybe we can spoon. But, like, you know, I'm, I'm way too
1: sensitive to go again. Could you go again? Not now. In my younger days, yeah. Mm. I could do two, maybe three at a stretch before my bollocks felt like they were going to implode.
0: Nah, I'm, I'm, I've been one since I lost my virginity. No
1: chance. Just just like a grenade going <laughs> off.
0: Yeah, so it's a one-time thing. Mm-hmm. So, okay, back to the dating, because we keep going off of dating onto sex, right? Uh, how has your type altered as the years have gone by? Like, your type of, of female eighteen. I probably don't know the answer to that. I know your type of female now because you have a girlfriend. Right, so you're you're into Asian women, right? But at
1: 18, what was your type then? So, my type for a very long time was redheaded women, mm-hmm. like Hot. redhead, blue eyes, normally like short and slim. And then had a relationship with one that didn't go well. Tried it with one more after that, and I was like, no, this isn't for me. Um, yeah, but I mean, I've always kind of liked Asian women, like for a long time anyway. Okay. But, um. What is it? Like, from a, from
0: a I mean, from like a, I'm sure they're all lovely, right? But I, f- I mean, from like a physical standpoint, you know, if you had, if you had uh, 50 women lined up, right? And you had in, in there five lots of different types of women, right? And you had 10 Asians, 10 blondes, 10 redheads, whatever, up to 50. What is it about the Asian women that stands out for you?
1: I I can't explain it. It's just generally like I like the shape of the eyes. I like the fact they've got cute little noses. Like okay, yeah. So it's a, it's maybe a facial thing. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I'm not. I've never been super picky about looks. Anyway, like for me, if a girl's got really nice eyes, it doesn't matter. Like a lot. obviously, it helps, but like it doesn't matter the rest, kind of thing. But yeah, I, I don't know. I've never really thought about the physical side of it. Mm. But all right. So wh- what about you? What's your preference?
0: Uh, I've kind of always gone for blondes looking back at my exes. Um Do you have a history? Yes. I have a history of, with blondes, but like my my go my, like my my dream, you know, dream girl is, is definitely like a brunette. I love a brunette.
1: Yeah. And uh Do, do you, you that... think that changed because you've had some bad relationships with blondes and that's why you've kind of
0: Maybe. shifted? Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I, I I my first proper girlfriend, you know, was blonde, but then her sister was brunette. And then I sort of had a few little mini girlfriends in between, and they were all brunettes. And then my and my next big relationship again, she was blonde. Sorry, can you define mini
1: girlfriends? Do you mean they were like midgets or sorry, yeah, can't no, say that. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, they were all two for eight. No, no little Russian dolls. I had seven of them and they all popped out one after the other. That's convenient. Yeah, it was really great for one one train ticket, right? Um no, I mean, like, I had shorter relationships that didn't last, you know, maybe, like, six months or whatever, and we I was 17, and, you know, it <clears throat> doesn't matter. Um, but, yeah, that, but then they were brunettes, and then my next serious relationship was blonde, you know? And then, So, I don't know, it's, uh, it's a weird one, but, I, you know, at the same time, uh, I feel like a younger me would have cared way more for looks than I do now. 100%.
1: Because when you're younger, you're just driven by your balls. Yeah, you're just horny. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no. But at the same time, though, like, you know, it's, it's important to have the look still, I think. You know, I'll be, I'll be very honest. Like, you know, I won't know that she's got a lovely personality because I haven't gone over if she's ugly. What do you mean? Like, you know, if I see a girl at the bar. If Damn, I am, dude. No, I'll be serious. If I'm, I'm not sure
1: if I agree with that, but okay.
0: No, but it's uh, the thing. If I'm, if I'm over at the bar and I see a girl and I'm not attracted to her, chances are I'm probably not going to go over to her to find out she's a lovely, lovely person. If she's attractive, then I'll be like, oh, hey, how you doing? Right? And then I find out she's also lovely, or I find out she's an arsehole, right? And then I can make my decision.
1: Yeah, that's fair. I wouldn't use the term ugly, but.
0: All right. Okay, unattractive
1: unattractive
0: to you yeah of course, I don't mean to everybody in the bar I just mean personally to me who else is doing this fucking podcast
1: <laughs> I just want to clear that out
0: yeah I mean to, I, I, I mean to me yeah I'm the one sat at the bar you know not talking to anyone
1: yeah so yeah
0: yeah, yeah that's that's it you know I, I don't think I've ever in my life dated or been in a relationship with a girl who's not attractive because why would you enter a relationship if you wasn't attracted to them
1: I know plenty of girls that have got amazing personalities that aren't, to me, like, physically attractive, but... Have you dated them? Mm-hmm.
0: Like, you've dated them? One or two, yeah. And, and how did they go? Mm. Did In... you hmm Did you sleep with them? Uh, yeah. mm Just didn't work out. How old were you? Oh, like, 20s, early 20s. Oh, course, cool. so you're still driven by your balls, then? Yeah, probably, yeah, yeah. There we go. Thank you. Yeah. Clarified that one. Wow. On, on to the next.
1: <laughs> But, like, I know specifically why I've started going for Asian girls, or specifically, like, Filipina girls. Mm-hmm. And it's because there's a lot of Filipino nurses in hospitals. Ah. And that's, like, the only... They're always the nicest, most caring nurses. And I think in my head that's stuck of, like, they're caring people. And, and it's true. Like, culturally, they are very, very caring. And I think, yeah, that's where it's wow. come from.
0: Yeah, okay, that makes a lot of sense, Because
1: it's also the same reason I like the Irish ladies, so...
0: <laughs> right. Yeah, I get that. I get that. I don't think I've had too many Filipino nurses in my time. Maybe, maybe I have. Maybe I haven't realised.
1: Yeah, you got What the... story we've got to tell, though. You've had them all. Oh, what? Oh, no. You know the story. Oh, no. You know the story, Jackie boy.
0: Yeah, it's a bit of a weird one. I'm not going to say names because uh, we can't, really. Um... Yeah, so I uh, I was at a bar um, one day, as as you know, as it goes for me and Andy, it was an O'Neills, and uh, I I was I met this woman there, just happened at the same time, same place, and she recognised me. um, She told me that she was thirty five, right, and she was a nurse, and that when I was fourteen, she was my nurse. And cared for me when I had a broken
1: leg.
0: Pedo. <laughs> I was 14 and she was like, I don't know, 24, 25 at the time. And she sees me like 10 years later and recognises me as that kid in the hospital bed. and uh, And immediately wants to sleep with me.
1: And wasn't she saying the whole night, I recognize you from somewhere or something?
0: Yeah, yeah, that was how it started. She was like, I recognize you from somewhere. And of course, I was like, oh, maybe you've watched my TV series, you know, maybe you see me on TV or whatever. She was like, no, no, I don't think, are you any senders? No, no, you're not, you know. And she was, oh, my God, you had a broken femur in 2010. I remember I cared for you. <laughs> That's so
1: specific. Like, <laughs> she's got your medical notes, like, stashed <laughs> under her pillow. <laughs> yeah, got a little bit damp. She
0: gets a out. She was like, oh, yes, yes, yes. Yes, you weighed 10 stone, two ounces. the king goes through. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was, how, that was how it all came about. And then, yeah, we did sleep with each other. And that was a real kink for me, actually, in the end. Like, wow, I'm dating this old
1: nurse I probably shouldn't be with. Interesting. So that's that's what gets you going.
0: I, I like, yeah, I, I like the fact it probably shouldn't be happening, but no laws are broken here. Just to be clear. We
1: were all above board. The, the psychologist should know me and wants to analyse the shit out of this. But yeah, another time, and another like, episode. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll have a couch episode. <laughs> um, are we casting or? <laughs> <laughs> right. So, we, we've done. We've done like looks and physical features or whatever. Yeah. Uh, personality traits that are most attractive to you. Mm.
0: Um, I like. I, I think I, I. I think most people need this, but I need loyalty. It's a big one for me. Um, I I need somebody who's, like, you know, open-minded. I think that's someone who's in a wheelchair. We need open-minded, you know.
1: 100%, yeah, yeah.
0: We, we need open-minded because we're not the, you know, a six-foot-three Greek god who can just go and run and reach and jump
1: and do everything like anybody else can. So there, there's a the level of, like, I don't want to say baggage, but do you know what I mean? There, there's some stuff that comes with dating us, right?
0: Yeah, there is there is baggage, but at the same time, it's more than it's 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 more than baggage. But it isn't that. It's like you know, for example, what would your friends say when they find out that you're with a guy in a wheelchair? Because you could probably find anybody who's not disabled, but you choose to be with him. So you need them to be open minded to be like their friends. Oh no, but you don't even see it. You don't even know it. Like he's just the average guy, you know? Yeah, hundred percent. So I need that. Um, I like an affectionate female, you know? I don't necessarily mean, like, tongues down throats in public because that's just too much. But I mean, like, you know, hold my hand, give me a kiss, you know? Hug me, touch me, you know what I mean? Like, that sort of, you know, they get those people and they're just a bit like, uh, like you know, I, I love you and all, but, like, yeah, don't, mm, don't touch, touch me. me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not the anniversary yet. <laughs> right, yeah. You only get touched twice a year, anniversary and birthday, right? And that's it. Nah, see, I like affection. I like giving affection. For me, like, my love language is through touch, I guess. Yeah. I'm very good with my words, and I'll tell you that I love you, and, you know, if if you want me to do a handstand and spill some poetry, I'll fucking do it, right? Well,
1: you'll do one of those things. I'll do the poetry. (laughs) Um,
0: (laughs) And, and yeah, but I'm, I'm, like you said earlier, I'm a pretty hands-on guy, so affectionate, loyal. Um... Open minded and funny. I I need funny. I'm a funny guy. I need someone to throw it back at me. You know, I like to be challenged.
1: So, see, that's really interesting. You've literally listed my exact four things as well. Really? Yeah, 100%. Funny,
0: Funny, loyal,
1: open minded, affectionate.
0: Yeah. Yeah. How weird is that?
1: Yeah. Um, But we have very different types. Yeah. Okay. Ultimately, we're looking for the same thing, I guess, which is, is strange, right? We're looking for the same thing in, in, Two different types of... Different packages. Of, yeah. <laughs> different yeah. gift wrapping.
0: Yeah. <laughs> At the end of the day, it all ends up on the same floor, right?
1: So... Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, like so the sense of humour is an important one for me because you know me, I'm a sarcastic motherfucker mm-hmm. and I want somebody that's going to make jokes. If somebody can make a joke worse than me or make me feel awkward, I'm like, yeah, I yeah. like you.
0: <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. You know, I think it's it's... Uh, it's important to have that. And you you get a lot of people who talk, sort of, oh, there's so many things I would have said last week, but I didn't know if I could. And it's like, do you know what would have been hot? If you had just fucking said it, you know? Yeah, so I I'm like. I'm, that's weird that we're into the same... Is there some sort of correlation amongst disability there, maybe?
1: But maybe there's just guys? that so That's ultimately what I'm looking for. I, I did hear an interesting thing, though, um, the other day, is that... Um, in a relationship, women need to be loved but want to be respected. And men need to be respected but want to be loved, which yeah. is if you say to a woman, I respect you but I don't love you, that's the end of the relationship for her. She doesn't want to be with that person. If a woman says to a man, I love you but I don't respect you, that's the end of the relationship for the guy, right? Right. How interesting is that? Yeah.
0: But I feel like I'd be pretty pissed off if a woman came out to me and said, I respect you, but I don't love you. No, no, love me. <laughs> oh, <somebody laughs> love <wants> me. <laughs> love <lady> me.
1: <laughs> Such a needy bitch.
0: Yeah. Uh, I, I, I need like an equal measure of respect
1: and love. I think that's what anybody wants, really, right? Yeah, um,
0: I, don't, I don't see the, the perks of being respected by a girl that you love back who doesn't love you.
1: I think, I think the point is one of them is definitely a deal breaker. Hmm. I don't know it was yeah. just something interesting I, I heard um, I, I feel forget that. where I heard it but it, yeah it, it made me think I feel like
0: before we psychoanalyzed what you said it made more sense like when we just left it, you said it and I was like yeah, that's so true
1: we <laughs> can cut the shit out
0: and then I psychoanalyzed it and was like ah, I don't know if I
1: agree with it um yeah okay so yeah I mean like uh with with Tin, the one thing that like you know what you're saying about being open-minded the one thing that made me kind of think oh right I this is somebody I want to be with was um I obviously like I told her about my condition straight away and explained those like little bones and everything and her first response was I don't care it's not like you can help it like it's just who you are Mm -hmm. and then the next time I saw her which I think was the next day she was like oh I spent all evening watching videos on YouTube about your condition so I could learn more about it she literally just, like, studied up on it so she could understand it, which I thought was, like, I've nice. never had anyone do that, and I thought that was a pretty... That's romantic. Yeah, yeah, like, and, like, this was very early on, so... That would also scare the shit out of me, because if you type brittle bones into
0: Google, right, you see a lot of type 3 over type 4, <laughs> and I wouldn't want them thinking. Yeah,
1: that. yeah, yeah. <laughs> this and how I... bad it is for me. And that that's what's scared me off. Um, but this does kind of lead me to one quick question. I meant to bring it up earlier, but I forgot, so... On like dating apps, dating websites, whatever, do you put that you're disabled? Yeah,
0: I don't. I don't put it in my bio, but like my picture is of me in my wheelchair.
1: Yeah, so you make it obvious.
0: Yeah, 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 hundred yeah, percent. Because I feel like there's there's way more. Uh, I don't know how to word it. Like, if I've matched with you or something, like I'm not. On, I'm not on dating apps right now. Um, but like, when I was on dating apps, I. Knew that if I matched you, you sort of didn't care. Because do you know how often it would be that I'd get a match on Tinder and it would come up as a notification on my phone and I'd go on it, and be like, oh, sorry, error. Because they've obviously matched, not seen the wheelchair, seen face or whatever, and then seen the wheelchair go oh, shit and
1: unmatched. Yeah, which is like, and I've had that, like I had that a few times as well when I was on dating sites. Yeah. And yeah, it's a bit. I had that four or five times a week. Yeah, it's a bit shit for us, but at the same time, like. I don't know. What's your feelings on if somebody is not willing to date someone in a wheelchair? Do you, like, are you okay with that? Or yeah, I wouldn't date someone in a wheelchair myself. That's interesting because I mean, you know, you know, I I have so yeah, but yeah, like I I don't I wouldn't judge somebody for not because it's it's a preference, right? Mm. I can understand it. Everyone's going to be down for that, but
0: yeah, I I think I I take that back. I I mean, wheelchair probably not, but like disability, maybe so. You know, if someone was an amputee, I don't think I would you know, have any issue with that. But if somebody was a wheelchair user or, you know, I don't think I could, personally.
1: Um, There's a lot of stuff you can do with a false leg.
0: That's that's why the amputees are in every damn time, right? <laughs> the longer the prosthetic, the better it is. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, I I, I get it. I get it. I really do. Like, if someone doesn't want to be with you because you're in a wheelchair, I fully get it. You know, there's so many components that go into that. It isn't black and white. You know, it could be an image thing, and I get that as well. It could be that, like, you know, you're thinking ahead and you're going, you know, I know what I want my life to look like, and actually somebody in a wheelchair doesn't fit into that life,
1: you know? Yeah, it's interesting. You, You brought up two different aspects there. Like, somebody who's thinking about it and, you know, is not willing to take on that, it's a responsibility, basically, isn't it, in mm. some ways? That I can understand more. If it's just an image thing, I'm a little bit less tolerant. I'm
0: not I don't I don't tolerate it whatsoever, but I've been through it enough times where I've actually had up you know, up front conversations with a girl at that sort of dating stage and she's gone, like, you know, I don't mean it's gonna work out. And I said, Why? And she's like, you know, I don't know if we look like we go together, and you sort of have that, you know. And of course, at that point, I'm like, "No, you just a bit of a low life, you know, prick." Like, you know, it's obviously it's meant to be, but I, at the same time, you know, I, I half get it because I, there would be some types of disability that I would not necessarily have a, near, you know, in a uh, relationship. With
1: yeah, it. I guess it's it's the same with anything, right? There's when a you, lot of different when you're not disabled, right? And then you go you jump straight
0: to wheelchair. that is a jump in terms of disability. It's like going from us to like two carers fed through the belly button. That's the jump up. I would not be personally with somebody who is that disabled. So the jump up from non-disabled athletic healthy to wheelchair, that's a leap. Yeah, I had not thought about it that yeah. So when you put it into comparison like i i I'd never turn around and you know just outright screwed at them for their judgment or their, you know, preference, because at the end of the day there's a preference.
1: <laughs> Sorry, I know we were going to wrap this up, but this just my real thing. So I have dated many women of colour. Um, um, back when I was in high school, I dated a girl uh, whose family were Jamaican. Mm-hmm. And we broke up because she was like my parents don't approve of you and I automatically assumed it's a wheelchair thing. Right. you know, I would. again, sometimes it happens. Nope, it's because I was white. No. <laughs> and they, they yeah, they, they didn't believe in mixed race couples, which is it's sad, but that, you know, that, that's a view that's still mm. held. Um, really? Thankfully, that's the only time I've experienced that, yeah. But,
0: Are people that disprove of mixed
1: race? Yeah. Is, it, is, okay.
0: it, is, it, the, is it the principle or is it the colour of the
1: baby's skin? I, I'm not sure to be honest. Like I think a lot of it is the principle of it, but um, and like I know, I, I guess I know um like people that have grown up in mixed race families, and they say they never quite fit into either side, right? Because they're, you know, they're not black enough to fit in with the black community, but they're not white enough to fit in with the white community. And it seems to be more common in America, I've heard. But oh, mm, exactly. Yeah, I mean, again, it's something. It's another thing that you. You don't think about that.
0: Yeah, do you know what? Fortunately, I've never, ever dated somebody whose parents have been against me for the wheelchair.
1: But they've been against you because you're an arsehole.
0: Massive, massive cunt. No. Um, (laughs) No, I've never had an awkward conversation or I've never sort of met the parents and then they've sort of been like, oh, you know, how's this going to work out, you know? Oh, he's in a wheelchair. You know, I've never had that. I've always had, like, you know, the parents being respectful and and not actually, you know, at least least verbally have an issue with
1: me. So. I was kind of, like, not dating, but I was hooking up with this girl for a while, years ago, and, um, like, I loved her family. They were awesome. But her mum just was a social hand grenade, and she didn't... Like, she was never like, she wasn't anti disability, but she would just say the worst things by mistake. And then her daughter, who I was hooking up with, would just be like, oh God, oh God, this is so fucking awkward. <laughs> really? Yeah. I'm pretty sure her mum referred to me as lame legged once.
0: Lame legged? That's so new. What have I been called? I had, I've been called something. So, oh, like I've been a fucking horse. <laughs> yeah, I've been called limpy legs before. Uh, yeah, I've had, I've had something with like yeah. that. lame leg lame leg Andy that's your new name (laughs) I love it I love it get a t-shirt made just imagine across Waterloo train station she like her lame legs (laughs) the people that would turn round be shocked
1: we've got to try that later should we do it tonight? Uh, yeah I reckon reckon.
0: we'll film it for social media (laughs) This has been fun. I've enjoyed this. I know that we we sort of, 95% of it has been completely Not off planned. the original topic. Yeah. Somewhat. But uh, yeah, this has been fun.
1: You found out some new stuff about me. And I, I some definitely have, yeah. Um, always eye-opening. Um, maybe we need a moderator, because we've definitely gone down some weird alleys tonight. We,
0: yeah, it's going to be careful edit selection on this one.
1: Uh, the, the final cut's going to be like 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah, it's 20 minutes short. <laughs> This whole podcast episode is a YouTube short. But, I mean, like, I think we've achieved what we wanted to achieve or what, what I, I wanted to achieve is that, yes, actually, disabled people, we do do we do date, we do have sex, yep. we do have some weird shit going on in our lives as well.
0: Yeah, and we all have our own preferences, you know. Yeah, You are a disabled man who would not shy away from dating and has dated a disabled person, whereas as a disabled man, I would lean towards the other way and not want to date somebody who's disabled. Um, and it's 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 all a personal preference, isn't it? Yeah, and there's nothing wrong...
1: Like, I don't think there should be anything wrong with that. No. That's what I'm saying.
0: No, no, no. I'm, you know, I I guess as well, there's also the element of um, opportunity. Like, I don't think I've actually ever even flirted or gone on a date with somebody who's in a wheelchair. Well, that's what I did. It was my virginity to a girl who's in a wheelchair. But in flirt, I was just, you know... Fifteen. Going to analyse was that fi- later as well. Fifteen, it was like, lay down. Uh, that wasn't me. That was her arse. <laughs> <laughs> She's <terrified. laughs> Bye.
1: You've incriminated yourself on uh, in so many levels <laughs> in this podcast. Cut. Operation U-Treat.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, but, like, you know, I've never... <laughs> I've, uh, yeah, I've never... Yeah, i been in that position where I've gone on a date with a girl who's in a wheelchair. You know, and like, I, I've never dated a black girl either. You know, and, that, and there's absolutely no part of me that wouldn't. I've just never been. It's just never been the thing that's come up. It's never happened. I've never, you know, when I go into bars and there is someone who flirts with me, they, they're always, you know, white.
1: So it's the Viking. Fair enough, yeah. Viking look. All right, on that delightful note, um, let's wrap it up, I guess. Wrap it up, kids.
0: And if you're gonna wrap it up, yeah, have some heroin wrap it, it. before you tap no, it. No, I meant if you're gonna have heroin, you gotta have a jammy dodger with it. <laughs> we can't Come say back, any um. of this. Come back, um. we need you. We can't say you. this. Gonna <laughs> call cool Cameron up as soon as we get outside and be like, dude, it took us ten fucking minutes to move on from dating to heroin and wagon wheels. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta start paying that guy. We have to start paying that dude. Yeah. Well, this has been episode three. Um, Andy, what were you drinking? I was drinking the Elvis
1: juice. It's bloody delicious.
0: And as you can see, I was drinking the, well, I was drinking the Stout. It's all gone. That's how good it is. Uh, Black Heart Stout, that is. Black Heart Stout. Black Heart Stout? No. Black Heart Stout. My Brewdog favourite, that is. Um, yeah, dude, I'm so happy we're back. Yeah, we little, me too. We've got our, our Brewdog glasses. we got our... Oh, yeah, show the sign. Show the sign. ...message. Love it. Thank you, man yeah shout out to Monica Osborne at Brewdog Waterloo cheers stand up studios team Brewdog Waterloo we love that and we've got our our glasses to take away with us which I'm, sure I'm stoked about yeah guys we will see you episode 4 hopefully there'll be no delays now we're going to get some I think we're going to pick the pick the, pick the speed up a little bit right yeah
1: pick the pace up a little bit yeah. definitely yeah, so you're going to see a
0: lot more of us
1: and a pleasure oh wait no I, I switched the camera on the wrong point then I'm such a bad producer Bye-bye, people.